What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from Tanman Baseball Fan and uh, TanmanBaseballFan.com, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess let me uh, start off. I, I don't know if I uh, shared this too terribly recently, but um, my Instagram is, is uh, Instagram.com forward slash TanmanBaseballFan. You can check out my work there. I post almost every day. Uh, I know there's a lot of guys on Instagram that will post several things a day and Twitter and all that. I typically post one thing a day, if that. And I just uh, post and go. So, uh, but if you want to keep up with me and what I'm uh, projects I'm working on, you can check that out there. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> a lot of stuff has been going on here, and um, uh, you know, so our, namely, our uh, son, our oldest, just turned 21, and very thankful. We love him very much, and very, uh, very proud of him. Um, now, still, unfortunately. Uh, you know, life has just been very, we've had a, a terrific struggles, uh, ever since Phoenix passed away a little over a year ago now. And, uh, so it's, it's been very hard on all of us. So, uh, that's why I'm, I think I'm, uh, probably most thankful for this podcast and collecting our hobby, everything is because it gives me a distraction. Um, so, but you know, outside of this, it's very, you know, we're, we're, we're facing a lot of struggles. So, thank you for listening to me <laughs> while I'm uh, while I'm talking about baseball cards. And uh, yeah, so I wanted to to kind of uh, go back. I probably mentioned this in the previous episode, but um, uh, we uh, we just crossed the five year anniversary of my dad having passed away. And so to commemorate that, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Uh, was I picked up a couple boxes of 1987 Fleer. I, I told that story several times before in the past. Uh, long story short, uh, we have a, a funny little memory with uh, my dad grabbing a $7 pack, me freaking out because I thought that my mom would kill him for spending that much money on a pack of cards. He gets nothing uh, out of the pack and, you know, it was a huge letdown and everything. So, you know what, we're going we're gonna to get a box of 87 Fleer, an entire box, and uh, open it all up. So that happened finally. So, and I've been wanting to do this, you guys, for like ever since he passed away, you know, so, uh, just as a family and, uh, and not just my wife and, um, Atticus and Beckett, uh, our two sons that we have living, um, but also with, uh, my mom. And so, uh, I told them what to look out for. <laughs> I told them the, the big, um, Several of them, to me, anyways, are going to be uh, um, Barry Bonds, Bo Jackson, uh, Kevin Mitchell, Barry Larkin, Bobby Bonilla, Will Clark, and of course, Jose Canseco. Um, and really, it's kind of funny because I don't really have a tremendous amount of nostalgic love for the for the A7 Flair Canseco, though I love it. Um, but it's just a card that I've always, it's like stared me in the face for like years and years now. Right. So <laughs> the other guys on the other hand have not. So, um, those are the ones I was really looking for, but especially, but you know, you have to get the Canseco. So that's why I set out to do. So I actually bought two FASC boxes. So they're fresh from a case, uh, from a sealed case. They're authenticated. And, uh, I was able to pull, uh, some of the good cards, I pulled a uh, two Bo Jacksons. We pulled two Bo Jacksons, two Barry Larkins, 
um, and uh, you know a few others, uh, but those were the those are the main ones. Oh, and Bobby Bonilla as well. But that left me short a Barry Bonds, a Kevin Mitchell, and a Will Clark. And you know, and we got Canseco as well in there, um, if I remember correctly, also. Um, but uh, so that kind of encapsulates the reason why I don't really like wax. <laughs> you know, and it's funny to think about this, by the way. So at $7 a pack back then, um, you're looking at, you know, 250 something dollars, I guess, if, if I'm doing my math right. Uh, 30 packs times seven is 210 plus seven times six, four, two, so $252. Um, whereas now, um, I got a box for a hundred. And even that is like higher priced than typical because it's from a sealed case. And the reason why I did that is because I, you know, those wax packs, you guys, like, they've got, uh, you know, what is it, like, uh, coming up on 40 years worth of time for dealers and collectors to have opened up, like, carefully performed surgery on these packs, pull the good cards out, and then seal them back up. <clears throat> or if they know a, sequ a sequence where, say, they know the Barry Bonds is, like, the seventh pack on the third row almost every time or whatever, um, you know, they can do that. So... And I, I don't know if there's a sequence to Fleers. I don't think there is actually. But just in case, um, I wanted to be careful and get them from a sealed case. So that's what I did. That's what we got. And I was thinking, man, I'm really kind of bummed they only got half the ones I wanted. Uh, but I did get a couple doubles. So the fun thing that I was able to do was I posted our little wax box opening excursion online. And... Hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm sorry if there's a pause in there, you guys. I looked at my phone and I saw like an ad, and I was thinking, oh no, I don't know if this actually recorded or not. <laughs> so, uh, we'll uh, I'm gonna cross my fingers uh, in hopes that it was recording. But anyway, so I posted our wax box opening excursion and said, here's the cards I want. And I was like, you know what? Let's do what cards are. Uh, best at doing that's trading and you guys I've been parts of trades there were thousands of dollars um, you know like just crazy big trades and it's always fun right the bigger the crazier the more exciting the more fun that like it just gets your juices going right well I said you know what I'm going to do I'm going to post up my in that ad I'm going to post my uh, duplicate uh, Bo Jackson rookie and Barry Larkin rookie and another one I feel like maybe maybe Nolan Ryan or something um, hmm I don't recall what it was anyways um, I, I said I'm willing or I'm interested in trading somebody out there for their Barry Bonds their Will Clark and their Kevin Mitchell and you guys like there's <laughs> You know, I mean, we're probably talking, you know, six, seven dollars worth of cards, I guess, right? Like, it's not anything huge at all. But I wanted to be able to generate inside of one box all of the cards I wanted to get uh, as, like, to go into my memory binder, my, my 80s memory binder. And to have, like, 
uh, <clears throat> my mark of my dad with these cards, if that makes sense. So, you know, I did that and almost immediately there were some people that came up. One guy actually said, send me your address, I'll give them to you for free. I wrote him, I said, thank you so much, but I really want this to be a trade. Can I please send these to you? <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so I sent him the cards, I'm waiting on the cards to come back. Um, but it was kind of fun because it not only added uh, the, the fun and excitement and enjoyment of opening cards with family, but also the interactive element of reaching uh, across state lines, so to speak, uh, and doing a good old-fashioned trade uh, that's under $10. Um, what a wonderful, like, you guys, I don't think I've done a trade uh, of that low magnitude in years and years and years, and I'm uh, very happy with that. I actually remember my very first trade, if I remember correctly, uh, was when I first learned of the forums online. And you guys, that like opened up a whole new world to me to realize that you could actually connect online with other collectors. And the first website I think I came to uh, was Sports Card Forum. And I realized, I recognized right off that there were like just, it was a bustling community. People were posting and, and uh, you know, trading and buying and selling. And I was like, this is exciting. It makes... Uh, collecting way more exciting when you add that piece to it. I mean, man, I was just pumped. So, uh, so I decided to do that and, and really kind of look more into this. Uh, and uh, sure enough, then I tried a handful of things like, what do I really want to get into trading? Because at that point, I think I was more buying and selling uh, than actually collecting, collecting. But I said, you know what? I think I would like to do this. So, uh, Somebody had up a, if I remember correctly, I think it was a 2003 Topps Gallery bat card of Kinseiko, if I remember correctly. Um, I think that's right. And I offered to trade a 1983 Fleer Ricky Henderson card that I had for it. And the guy was excited. He's like, yeah, let's do it. So we did the trade. And I don't remember what it was, but I think he was like, he wrote me, he was like, uh, I don't like this deal. Uh, I don't, I think I should have gotten more. And I was thinking, wait, what? You agreed to this. Like, what was, what was off about? I didn't understand. And I said, okay, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, this is my first trade. I thought everything was good. I mean, we can switch back if you want, I guess. And he's like, no, nah, don't worry about it. It's okay. Um, I like the card. Go, oh, okay. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of strange, but I was very happy that I was able to have landed my first trade, which is probably, I mean, both those cards are like, you know, under $5. I mean, it's a, you know, it wasn't really a big thing. Um, but I was happy to do my first trade uh, in my adult uh, life, really, probably uh, for collecting. And uh, it was so fun because, of course, at that point, I didn't have any Conseco game use cards. I was thinking, this is insane. This is bananas. I've got a card of my hero growing up with an actual piece of his bat that he used in the game. This is wild, you guys. Like, yeah, So that's really kind of what I was thinking. Um, before that, I was really heavy into trading as a kid. Uh, you know, we had clubs. 
that school, you know, that, and I've been to a number of schools, uh, a horrible time, uh, <laughs> you know, horrible time going bouncing from school to school. But, uh, um, you know, we've lived in, in multiple states and, you know, my dad had a lot of health issues. And so that played into it and, you know, just a whole lot of everything. But anyways, uh, so yeah, we, uh, <clears throat> we would have trading clubs. We would also have, uh, and I remember my box that was like, kind of like a, I think it was like some sort of like a green tin box with my favorite cards in it. And for some reason, I remember there was like an 89 Upper Deck Roger Clemens uh, in my trade box that had like, uh, I don't know, almost like a, a booger or something on it. <laughs> and uh, I remember uh, whenever I wanted to sell those cards much later, I took him to a dealer and he, he said, oh, it looks like you got some lunch on this card. And I didn't even really recognize it until then. So... But uh, anyways, my main thing, the main place I traded when I was a kid was in Prodigy. Uh, you know, it was like an online, like it's, it's kind of like a precursor to the mainstream internet as we see it now. Um, it, was, it was probably, I think it predates AOL and it's kind of like, like AOL. Uh, we could buy, sell and trade and post everything on these uh, bulletin boards inside of Prodigy. and. It was just the most amazing thing ever. I would have packages lined up to go out every single day. Like it was a bustling little side hustle and we actually weren't supposed to sell uh, on there. So uh, we were only allowed to trade. So we would say, I will uh, trade this, uh, say 87 Fleer Will Clark rookie card for seven George Washington rookie cards or GW uh, RCs. And that's how we kind of circumvented the, <laughs> the rules and basically saying, okay, that's eight bucks for the card. <laughs> and you know, how trusting we were. Like I got scammed a few times, but normally you know, we would put in the, the money, uh, you know, the, the actual cash inside of an envelope and they would send the card in an envelope. And no tracking, no nothing. And hopefully they, they would come and be exciting. It'd be like Christmas every day whenever cards would come in, uh, <laughs> which I think that's probably why I love so much, uh, why I love so much about mail days whenever something really cool comes in. Um, so anyways, yeah, looking forward to those A7 Fleers. But it kind of goes back to uh, the boxes, like why I don't really touch boxes, because even though uh, this actually worked out nicely for me, in the trade many times especially for the new boxers or boxes it won't and by the way the return on investment of the a7 flare boxes no nothing like <laughs> that was only for an experience uh, to enjoy opening up with family and that sort of thing and having some keepers in the binder um would have been way cheaper if i just bought the singles and so nostalgia aside of the experience of opening uh, cards, um, you know, the best way for me is buying singles or entire collections. Both of those are my absolute favorite ways to, to go about doing this. And, uh, largely because I've, you know, I don't want to say I've been burned, but, uh, cause there was no burning. I was, you know, legal, not legal, but I was like completely willing to pay big money for these boxes and open them myself in hopes of getting, you know, hitting the lottery card, you know? So nowadays, I mean, you see these like Bowman uh, breaks where like these cards are worth like thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. So I was never into 
anything like that or whatever. But I'll tell you what, I can count on my, on one hand, like the number of times I opened up uh, some packs and got some really good cards. And when I say really good cards, I'm talking about like $200 or less, you know? <laughs> and so uh, a buddy of mine was actually telling me that he picked up a bunch of uh, Allen and Ginter black boxes from Tops for a really good deal. Uh, and he was opening, opening them today. And I was jealous. I was like, oh man, I wish I got that. But when I went there, they're sold out. So I was like, okay, that's okay. And so he ends up getting a Vlad Guerrero mini framed autograph out of 10. Um, and a lot of them were like, a, one was like this, uh, this female football player out of five and some announcer, I think. I don't know, just weird stuff. And that reminded me immediately of my very first and maybe only it couldn't have been my only Allen Ginter box, but anyways, it's an Allen Ginter box nonetheless, and I was excited because it, it boasted that you would get three relics in one autograph. Um, the and it's funny, I don't know if you remember this or if you recall this, but whenever you open a box like that, those hits are the ones you're looking for. And so let's say you go three packs in and you get the autograph. It's like oh, and then, and let's say it's like nothing. That's like well, shoot, I've got like a boatload of packs and nothing really completely exciting to look forward to <laughs> and so that was the experience of mine but not just that but like i think i got one relic of a baseball player and one of a duck collar and one of a bowler like come on guys like what is that i was trying to get some baseball cards which is funny because now in ginter like tops has really used that product to i think um act as a gateway for people to uh, be able to be be more willing to collect uh, non-sports cards, non-baseball cards. Um, they've got some wild inserts, like about bread and all that. Like, it's crazy. Um, somebody actually sent me a uh, complete set of Allen & Ginter minis of uh, people from the Bible, which was awesome. I love that set. I hadn't even heard of it, you guys. Like, and it had been out for years. Um, so, you know, I, I pull those cards out um, uh, during Easter, and I make posts about it and everything, talk about Jesus and all that. Um, and, you know, it's great. Uh, but anyways, yeah, really, <laughs> I really, really dislike the idea of dropping down two, $300 in a box of cards, opening them up, and realizing they got nothing because it's not just that you get nothing or something uh, and there's nothing in between it's that you could get some cards you're like yeah and you get excited about pulling a $40 card and then a $20 card so you have 200 into this box you're excited about this $20 card of a guy you don't collect and a $40 card of a guy you don't collect maybe some other fives and tens um, you know maybe they completely equal up to $100 of guys that you don't really care too terribly much about, and then you have a box of commons. <laughs> what do you do? Like, it's against my religion to throw away cards, guys. Like, I can't do that, right? <laughs> so, and neither should you. Yeah, but, uh, but you know, it's like, well, I've got this box that's taking up space that I really don't care about. And so what it boils down to is, you know, I pay good money for a box of cards that I don't care about. And so I'm like, man... Do you know, like if I spent two or $300, now 
granted, there's a possibility that you could get, uh, you know, depending on the, the product and anything, of course, you could get something that's like amazing. A car that's a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars or shoot, even five hundred or I mean, two fifty, you'd be uh, you'd be in the black. But uh, the odds are that's not going to happen. And then for me, me personally, I'm stuck with the thought of what single or singles could I have gotten for that $200, $300? Um, and the memory of the box of cards I don't really care about. <laughs> so for me personally, that's why I don't open boxes. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't, I, I've got a very addictive personality. And I think that's more of a gamble. And thankfully, I haven't really uh, experienced much luck <laughs> in that situation because maybe I would be addicted to it. And I know that there's a lot of people that are. There's a lot of people that are addicted to uh, box breaks online where they pay in and the breakers will break the, the boxes and they just watch. And I've, I've taken part of some of those. I think those are uh, really fun too. But still, I keep thinking, man... Do I really want those cards or what if I was like really saving up for something I really, truly wanted and loved? And, uh, you know, the actual, uh, I think, uh, spike of a high is not there whenever you get a single necessarily, unless it's like a super rare card. Like I'm not going to get like a super high off of, um, you know, getting the Barry Bonds and Kevin Mitchell and Will Clark in the mail. Uh, It'll put a smile on my face though, um, but it's not like a super high. Uh, so, and, and that's okay, you know, but, but yeah, like for me personally, it's all about the, the singles, um, or collections. Like I love collections as well. Uh, so that's really cool. But, um, anyway, so yeah, that's all I wanted to kind of talk about today. I think there's, uh, you know, on the, on the custom card side, uh, I'm open for commissions, uh, by the way. And you can always email me, tanmanbaseballfan at gmail.com. Let me talk a little bit about some of the ones I've been doing and, and have on deck as well. So the biggest one um, is uh, the uh, company that works very closely with Sylvester Stallone. In fact, uh, one of the main guys is like really good friends uh, with him. Uh, they reached out to me and had me do a run of... Uh, Rambo cards and Rocky cards and the Rambo cards have a piece of his bandana that he used in Rambo the only red one and um, the Rocky cards had a piece of the canvas in the boxing ring that was in the like Rocky Balboa the movie um, and I was really excited about it and you guys like <laughs> they turned out beautifully like they're gorgeous cards I'm very happy with how they turned out. Um, one of them actually just sold to a guy that's commissioned me on other things in the past um, on eBay. And if I remember correctly, I think one of the cards sold for $1,600, um, which you know he was super happy about. And he's like, man, uh, I really want another one of them, the, the Rocky, because that was the Rambo that he got. But he's like, you know, I probably should, uh, you know, save my finances uh, <laughs> a little bit. So... Uh, so I thought that was really nice. Um, <clears throat> it was really cool. And so uh, I also uh, did some cards. I think I've, like if you follow me on social media, you've probably seen this already. But um, I did some cards for Chevy Chase as well. Or one of his guys reached out to me. 
and uh, commissioned me to do some. And they're available on Chevy Chase's website. Uh, I think there was a run of 25 of them, and he was selling them for 500 each, and I think there's six left. Uh, and uh, I actually just talked to the guy um, tonight, and that's uh, that I'm buddies with over there. Um, I want to say buddies. I, I really like the guy, but anyways, uh, <laughs> but we, we're not hanging out or anything necessarily. But anyways, he super nice guy, super kind guy. He actually was like, hey, did I ever send you one of these signed back? I go, no. I wasn't expecting that. He's like, send me your address. He's going to send me one of my pieces I created that's been signed uh, back to me. I'm like super excited about that, you guys. Like, <laughs> very happy. And there's uh, videos of Chevy Chase holding up the card and, and that sort of thing. So really, I really just pumped about that. Um, so, and what I have on deck, like I just finished uh, the voice actors of Peter Pan, Blue the Bear, and Cinderella. And I'll be dropping those uh, just to show. I don't sell them. I'm there. I was commissioned to do these. Uh, probably over the next week or so. Uh, the Peter Pan was already shown uh, yesterday. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I really love all of them, actually. But um, I'm working on some uh, Steph Curry cards. Uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger cards. And... Oh, you guys, gosh, there's like so many of them. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what else is on deck, but, uh, but it's been a really fun uh, past several months in terms of creating custom cards. And uh, I did a Bob Ross one uh, recently and actually did it on canvas, which worked out real nicely. Um, so yeah, <laughs> cannot be happier with, uh, with how things are going. And, and these cards, like the artwork is just... Uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm just hitting my stride and I've got a lot further to go uh, in terms of design and all that. Like, I, I think I can do even better than I am now and just really enjoying it. And I probably mentioned this in the uh, previous podcast, but uh, since our son passed away, like, this has been very helpful uh, to me to be able to uh, focus on this to help pay our bills uh, as opposed to, you know, the super stressful industry that I was in before. And, uh, you know, it's kind of weird for me to say like that I was in before because it's still kind of running, but I'm just not actively, uh, accepting clients. Um, but, uh, you know, so I would do a lot of web design and development and I've, you know, kind of stepped back on that. I still continue to do hosting and, you know, sometimes some updates from time to time, but you know, it's just, you know, like feels like another, uh, another life. And so I'm very thankful to be able to uh, create these art pieces for people uh, instead right now. And it's been very therapeutic, very helpful, very healing, um, if that makes sense. Um, and yeah, so uh, so if you guys are following me and you've been saying, uh, give me kudos online and stuff, I want to thank you for that, by the way. Uh, I'm not able to reach out and uh, tell each and everybody out there, hey, thanks for responding and all this, but believe me, every one of you guys that say something just helps me, uh, <laughs> helps me mentally, helps me emotionally. Uh, so I really appreciate that. I really do, uh, especially in this difficult time of, of life that we're that we're in right now. So um, anyway, so that's all I have for now. I'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. Uh, thank you as always for listening. I apologize that uh, this podcast isn't as uh, uh, frequent or consistent. 
as it's been in the past, um, again, <laughs> this year has really kind of eaten our lunch. It's just been a, it's been a bad one. So, uh, but anyways, thanks for sticking with me and listening whenever I do post things. I appreciate that too. So, uh, I guess for now I'll sign off and, uh, thanks for listening and happy collecting.